Alrighty then. Um, hello and welcome to the Sunspot Scene Podcast, episode 8. I am your host, Justin Jables Latori. Um, and today, uh, we, we I, I mixed things up a little bit today. I'm actually by myself for a little bit. And uh, we're going to jump into a segment with the Kung Pao 3 Delight. Um, we uh, we actually just saw The Kingsman 2 and we reviewed that. We're a little late on the party. Sorry, uh, you know, but... We are a little late to the party, and we're going to be a little late to the party because we actually pre-record these in a weird way. Uh, you know, don't worry about it. But uh, so today, uh, I'm going to be talking about two movies that I watched. Um, two movies that I watched by myself, uh, away from the Kung Pao Three Delight. Uh, two movies that I think are are, are are something that I would. I well, for, first off, I, w- I really wanted to talk about. Uh, second is th- they were both really good. So, you know, I wanted to review them. Um, it was harder to get the uh, the other guys to see it. So uh, I'm just going to be talking to you. But uh, before we get into that, I do want to give a quick shout-out to my father, Chris Latori, uh, the owner-operator and uh, host of the Sunspots Comics podcast and owner-operator of sunspotscomics.com, uh, writer, creator, uh, colorist of Zombie Destroyers. just want to give a quick shout-out to him. Um... He's uh he's doing a real good job. I want to you know also say thank you, uh for for giving us this uh, this opportunity to you know express our our love of movies and our friendship and you know display our chemistry and stuff like that. Uh, so thank you, pops. And uh, if you if you want to follow him, you can follow him at Sunspots Comics everywhere on the Insta on on uh, the internet, uh, Instagram, Twitter at Sunspots Comics. Uh, and you can check out, you know, the website and stuff like that. We, he, he likes to uh, update his stuff with all the all his uh, his pull list and his comics and stuff like that. I read most of the comics he's reading, too. So it's been a while since I've been on there, but I do want to jump back on eventually. So be looking forward to that. Um, our schedules are kind of, you know, mixed right now. It's really hard for me to, to consistently be doing a lot of stuff because of school and work and, not, and whatnot. I got a life outside of the, uh, the stuff I really want to be doing. You know, I got day jobs and stuff. But, um... So yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it. Uh, I saw two movies uh, this past week that I thought were really amazing. One, um, I guess I'll talk about this one first. Uh, the the first one I saw was actually uh, it's a movie called The Big Sick, uh, starring um, Kamel Nanjiani, um, which is the true story of how him Kamel Nanjiani and his wife actually met and like you know their their how their relationship started and how they actually like. Um, went through all this stuff, and uh, it was an absolutely beautiful movie. I, just perfectly done, in my opinion. So funny. Uh, Kamel Nanjiani, I know from Silicon Valley. I absolutely love that show. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters on there, just because of how he is sort of this like everyman, in my opinion. And he, he's he's a Pakistani, but he's also he's, he sort of is this everyman that I could I could really relate to. You know, he he um, he's a stand up. Com- well, in this movie, he's a stand up comic. Who, uh, who's trying to make it in Chicago, and uh, you know he's, he does like the the kind of the you know the stand up scene over there, and he's he's not as successful yet. He's kind of making his way up, and he's he's known by you know the, the comic group, but he's not as famous. He meets this uh, this blonde headed woman um, by the name of Emily, who uh, he ends up like having sort of a relationship with, and um, and stuff like that. And it's it's a beautiful done movie. I, I'll, I'll give a spoiler warning now, since that most of that stuff is in the trailer. Spoiler warning. Um, I'm not gonna go too deep into this movie because I do think it's a movie uh, that people need to see. So if I spoiled anything in this past, I'm very sorry. But uh, spoiler warning from here on out. This is where I'll probably talk about a little bit more meaty stuff. Um, 
So in in I mean it is in the trailer, but uh, in the movie uh, it is shown that uh, Emily gets really sick, and um, Kamal has to sort of be there for. Uh, he wants to be there for her, you know, when she's in this coma, and her family, and just the hijinks that go down between his family and how his his family values are are taken, and and Emily's family and. And how you know they they live their lives and they're completely conflicting ideologies and and you have the Pakistani lifestyle which is you know very um, arranged marriage and stuff like that and you have American you know the American style which is very you know like you date who you want to date and you marry who you want to marry but it's a, it, I thought it was beautifully done it showed uh, so much you know so much fun to have you know fun stuff that Kumail brings you know he, he's such a funny guy and. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff that he's on. I watched, you know, a couple of his shows on HBO. Um, you know, uh, the stand-up at, uh, uh, I forget, a Meltdown or something like that. And uh, he's really funny. And you could tell he really, like, brought it. You know, he, re- he really wanted to bring the funniness. There's a scene in a drive-thru where I was dying. Dying laughing. I watched it maybe two or three times because it, it was just so funny. Just, just that one scene. It was hysterical. Um... What else? What else did I want to talk? About? Uh, there's a uh, there's there's some there there is not a lot for me to complain about. I I absolutely loved every character. You really connect with all the characters, and I think that's the the bright point of this movie is that you really actually connect and you understand viewpoints that you you really want these characters to to you know you know flourish and and, and be you know happy and you know connect and stuff. And so the fact that the writing is so well done, you know, that you actually get that, and you, you really get that, that feeling that, you know, you're, uh, you, you know, you're, you're seeing a true story, I, I would say, is that it actually feels real, and it was real, and they did a really good job writing that, and so, I, I absolutely enjoy this movie, if you've seen this movie, um, in theaters, it was kind of a limited release, but I, I absolutely think that this is something that could get some, some award potential, um, if not in the Oscars or whatever, but maybe in like you know independent film circles and stuff like that. I don't, I'm not too sure if it's won any awards in Sundance or not. Um, but uh, it, it was it was absolutely amazing. I love this movie. If you haven't seen The Big Sick, go and check it out. Uh, it's on. I think it's on Blu-ray and stuff already. I watched it on Amazon. Um, so yeah, I mean, go check it out. It's amazing. I absolutely loved this movie. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, so if I have to rate it, I'll rate it by myself, I guess. Uh, I would give it like a 4.6 out of 5 sunspots. So 4.6 out of 5 sunspots. I have no other uh, ratings to sort of compare it off of. So that's going to be our official rating until maybe, you know, one of the guys see it and we can compare our, our scores. So 4.6 out of 5 sunspots, official sunspots rating uh, here at the Sunspot Scene Podcast. So the next movie I wanted to talk about... Uh, isn't it's a significantly older movie and um, you know it's it's been around for quite a while and, and it actually just got a sequel and uh, the reason why I want to talk about it is because I'm actually gonna go see it pretty soon I don't know if the guys are gonna come and see it because this is not really their bag maybe if I can get them to watch this one before we can go see it and then we can all kind of con- you know convene and figure out a a relative opinion but the movie I watched was Blade Runner. Um, the original Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, and and the reason I'm, I want to talk about it is, um, it, it, I've tried so hard to watch this movie in the past. Uh, me and my dad, when I was in I don't know middle school or high school, we rented it like back when Hollywood Video was still around. 
Uh, we rented it from Hollywood Video, and we both fell asleep watching it. Um, and we returned it like the next day, and we never really finished it. Um, I've attempted to watch it again, like on cable, uh, and I can never really get that far. It's a. Uh, it, it was really hard for me to watch this movie uh, in the past, but because 2049 Blade, Blade Runner 2049 was coming out. I really wanted to see this movie. I, I, I was like, all right, like right, I'm going to dedicate some time and actually analyze this movie and, and you know, see if I actually can enjoy it because it seems like I couldn't. I was very bored. Uh, but I watched this movie from end to end uh, in the past week twice now. And uh, I think I finally get it. <laughs> I, I finally get it. I get the hype. I get why everybody loves this movie so much, or why they praise it as such a, a, a you know a, a hailed you know masterpiece of science fiction. And I, I I finally get it now. It's it is really good. It's a really good movie. It's not for everyone. I can tell you can tell that right off the bat. It's not for everyone. It is slow. Um, it does have you know some pacing that you really have to kind of just endure. That uh you know once you get through, you do kind of you do kind of in my opinion. It, it, it felt worth it, you know. So, if you can get through that and you can you can sit through this movie and actually um, pay attention to all the little details and all the the scenery, the world is so rich. And if you can if you can enjoy that and just get sucked into this movie, I think um, you can really enjoy it. But you know, today a lot of moviegoers today are very impatient, and so it's it's hard to it's hard for people to watch a movie like this. And I'm pretty sure 40, 2049 is going to be similar because Denis Villeneuve is directing and he said he wanted to direct it because he didn't want anybody else to mess it up so it is probably going to be the same sort of style so if you're going into a movie thinking well it's it's another Han Solo movie or you know it's it's going to be an action science fiction it's not it is a noir story it's a detective story it's a crime story um in a way just set in the future in science fiction and it's it's done really well and I absolutely loved it um, but I, I do have to say that it, the fact that it took me, I don't know, maybe three or four attempts to actually sit down and finish it, uh, speaks to the type of movie it is. It's, it's a little boring. I mean, I'll be real. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, uh, so other than that, I would have to say the writing in this movie is done really well. Uh, I'm, I'm going to spoil the crap out of this, guys. This movie is older than I am, so, um... If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you haven't seen it, then skip forward, um, you know, a couple more minutes. Skip forward to, like, the 20-minute mark. Um, but, yeah, so this movie um, is basically about, you know, Harrison Ford is a Blade Runner, which he hunts down replicants, which are, like, basically clones, almost. Like, they're uh, of human beings, and they only have a short lifespan and stuff like that. So uh, what I really loved about this movie was how rich the world was you know you, I, I felt as if you know like if you really can can focus you could you could put yourself in this world and it's ne it's neo-noir like it's it's you know it's gritty and dark and it just has this feel of I don't know of realism that you could actually see your like I don't know you could see the world being like this in some sort of way uh, the, the ads are awesome like the there's Atari and Sony and stuff like that it's, it's crazy um, 80s 80s style ads um, but yeah I mean if, if you're I don't know if you're gonna see this movie and you're gonna you're trying to expect like I don't know an action movie this is not the movie for you I mean it, it I absolutely loved it and and from a film 
from a film lover's perspective, from a from a a, a wannabe pundit, I guess you could say, a wannabe reviewer and stuff. Um, I I found very few flaws in this movie. Like there, the uh, I, I also watched the final cut. I know there's three cuts. So, like, there's the uh, original, there's the director's, and then there's the final. I watched the final. I've never seen the other ones. Maybe I have, but I, I don't know. But, uh, in my opinion, um, I thought they did everything so well. Uh, Harrison Ford's character is, is, is pretty spot on. Um, very mysterious. Everybody in this has, like, a, a very mysterious sort of... <coughs> excuse me. Backstory. So... It's uh, it's very interesting to see where where they kind of go with this. Um, I, I do want to talk about the ending, and uh, well, no, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, I do want to talk about how I love how the they kind of left it open ended. They didn't really answer the question, uh, and and if you watch the movie, you kind of get the question and you can figure it out. But um, in my opinion, I just love I love ambiguous endings if they're done right, uh, and this one I felt was really done right. Like Prisoners, I felt is a really good uh, ambiguous ending. Um, excuse me. Um, stuff like that. I don't, I, ambiguous endings tend to. I mean, I, I've watched a couple with like Moises and, and and Matt, and it tends to piss people off a little bit. People want answers, but uh, I can enjoy it. I absolutely liked this ending to this movie, and um, makes me excited to see the first one. So we're gonna come back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the guys to watch this movie. Uh, if they if they don't, then I'll go watch 2049 by myself, and maybe I'll bring in a guest, because uh, I know somebody who's seen it already, and he wants to talk about it, so maybe I'll bring him in if the guys don't see it, but uh, I'm going to go see 2049, and I'm going to come back and review this, um, so this is just a little, <coughs> a little pre-review, sorry, I'm, I'm coughing so much, I'm getting over a cold, but um, so we're going to come back, uh, I'm going to come back at least, and review 2049 within the next couple days, and maybe the next episode. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get that. But I'm not going to rate this one because... Actually, you know I will rate it. Um, I'm going to say it's like a 4.5... 4 point... Yeah, 4.5 out of 5 Sunspots uh, official rating. Like I said, it, it is a, a little slow. Um, I did enjoy it, though, overall. So we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to jump into a segment with the Kung Pao 3 Delight. So uh, get ready for some, some fun stuff. Some... Um, review of a movie that I, you know, you'll see, uh, a review of a movie and then we're going to play a game. So we're going to jump right into that. We'll be right back. This episode of the Sunspot Scene podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Zoo. Cryptid Zoo is a t-shirt line infused with augmented reality and inspired by cryptozoology folklore like the Bigfoot. Each t-shirt is drawn and printed by owner and operator Julian Meyer. All you gotta do is download the Erasma app and follow Cryptid Zoo. Then you can point the camera of your phone at your t-shirt and it comes to life. For a limited time, use the code SUNSPOTSCOMICS on your order and you'll receive 30% off. CryptidZoo.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D Zoo. Okay, so we are back. I am here with the, uh, the Kung Pao 3 Delight. Electric uh, in the air. About three. <laughs> we got Moises Garibay over there. Hello, Miss Lady. And we got Matt Martinez over here. Hello. Um, so, we just got back from watching Kingsman 2 The Golden Circle. Let's uh, uh, take note, it's 1.20 a.m. Yeah, we saw a late showing. Brain uh, power is about 
We're running about sixty <laughs> percent right now. Our batteries are on low. We're at about a, a little less than quarter tank. Right I gave now. I gave the team some Gatorade right now. Hopefully <laughs> that'll keep us going. Orange slices, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, so yeah, so we, we just got back from watching it uh, in our local theater. So uh, we wanted to sit back, you know, sit down and, and review it and get our thoughts about it. And uh, we're a little late for this movie. It's been out for about two weeks now. But uh, better late than never. Better late than never. So we saw a ten ten showing. 10, 10 p.m. Like, I just got out of school and went straight to see it. And What's up? We saw it in uh, Dolby, right? Yeah, it was the Dolby Theater. That was, that was really was cool. Yeah. Um, so we saw it at 10, 10. Uh, we walked in there, and, and it was pretty empty. <laughs> there was maybe, like, eight other people yeah, in the theater. No, honestly, there was one couple. Behind and us. And then... Another couple, like, far back left. We were middle-middle, like, yeah. perfect seating. Like, yep. I, we never get those seats anymore. Like, if you walked in, you just see three yeah. weirdos and two couples. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, if there's a movie that we could wait for instead of going to the premiere, like, that was chill. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was chill. in there, no line for we didn't, snacks. We didn't, yeah, we didn't have to worry about anything. We, you know, we got our, you know, our popcorn and our drinks, like, real quick. Um, it was a little bit more expensive because of the Dolby thing, which is, like, it's okay. It was, it, in my opinion, like, the viewing experience is pretty worth it. But, um, anyway... Getting into this movie, uh, I want to give a, uh, a spoiler warning. Uh, we are a little late, so we're gonna go spoiler heavy. Yeah. We'll so we're just that. gonna spoil it. Uh, spoil it. So if you haven't seen Kingsman Two: The Golden Circle, uh, you know, fast forward to the game segment, which is you know maybe fifteen minutes, whatever. Uh, but yeah, fast forward through this part, or you know, skip this part and uh, come back to us in a little bit. So, uh, Kingsman Two: Golden Circle. What did you guys think? I was so sad when everybody yeah. died. I'm just gonna come out with the biggest spoiler <laughs> oh, the, out the gate. <laughs> we should have given a countdown or something. No, you yeah. gave the warning. I'm, yeah. I'm pulling the trigger, brother. They killed oh, everybody. Man. I was yeah, so they sad. Killed, they did kill a lot of people. And uh, then the one guy that they killed last movie, they brought back to life. Like, yeah. it, was, it was a weird trade off. Um, um, all right, let's let's break it down. Uh, break, break, I'm, okay. So we'll we'll go one by one. Okay. Let each person. Go okay. Go ahead. Third so, line. Go. Alright, my opinion on the movie. Yeah. Uh, right from the get-go, I was really enjoying it. Like, when <laughs> when they kicked the stereo and the music turned on. Yeah. I, it reminded I, okay. me of Deadpool. Loved that part. I really liked that part. And then, about eight minutes in, he's sliding on a door with the car. Yeah. He's sliding at the same speed of a car, and he grabs on the back. Then I was a little, a little bit skeptical. Overall, I really enjoyed the movie. The ending kind of pissed me off, <laughs> just because there was some too good mass to spread. What do you blue rash? There going was like on. a cure that was like. And then at the end, they're yeah. like, "All right, we got the cure. Here you go, everybody. You were half dead. Now you're all better." So, so the ending was like, really like your it was biggest. It's so scratch. simple. Yeah, like, you didn't like the the quickness of the resolution. You wanted yeah, more. If, of if a, anyone's ever seen uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Two, okay. Oh no, that was the first one. I'm sorry. Maybe the first one, one, when when he's trying to turn oh, and, and then lizard, shoots the thing up, yeah, shoots, it, it is exactly kind of like the same that. feeling, that like Amazing Spider-Man one with the yeah. lizard serum thing, where mm -hmm. they shoot it off the top of the building and like it spreads out and yeah, that it was, is kind of like that's that. That's probably I my biggest complaint for the movie. The ending. Apart okay. from that, I love uh, Eggsy. Taron Egerton. Yeah, I love the humor, like. Sorry, but there's a lot of hot girls in that movie. I really enjoyed <laughs> I mean, that. It is what it is, yeah. man. You're just human. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, there there were a lot of things to like, in my opinion, and there were a lot of things that I didn't like. 
Uh, you want me to go next? Yeah, you, you, go? you hit it next. Uh, you know what? No, save me for last because I'll probably shoot you guys down. I don't want to like well, that's get what I'm negative. You do your thing, and then I'll bring it back up. We'll level out. We okay. Um, I th- th- this kind of goes back to when I saw the first one. So the first the first one uh, came out around the time of my dad's wedding. So shout out to Sunspots Comics for getting married. Came, <laughs> it came out around that time. Um, a couple years back, and uh, this was a movie that we saw during my dad's bachelor party. Huh. And I think there was another movie that was out that like I wanted to see really badly. Uh-huh. And we were going to the Arc Arc Light Theater in Hollywood, which is like one of the nicest theaters like ever. It's really? super super clean. Like the way we go to the reserved seating AMC's, think of that, but like oh, crap. they're like couches, dude. Like the seats are couches, like legit. Like they're so comfortable. There's like service, like there there's a bar downstairs that's like mm. like legit fancy bar, like it, it was awesome. Anyway, fancy? we should go there. Wait, we what, should go there. Uh, yeah. What is a fancy bar? Like what's like the uh, criteria? Bartenders in like like you know a vest and has like a bow tie. Ooh, that kind of. I mean, I I that, this is you know memory, but uh, really really awesome. Could have just been a t-shirt. I could I could yeah he could just be in like a dress shirt and slacks, but uh, <laughs> you know anyway. Uh, Super awesome theater, and I remember going in thinking like, oh, man, like we're gonna see Kingsman, like yeah. the first one, and I, I wasn't really like that excited for it. As soon as I sat down, the first part I remember seeing was um, the guy get cut in half, and I went like, what the, f-? like what, what is this? Yeah. And like from there, like I absolutely loved the movie. It had the perfect blend of like you know silliness to seriousness to spy awesomeness, you know all that kind of stuff. Uh, just mixed really well for me. I loved the movie, you know. Uh, walked out feeling like really good about it, you know, whatever. Going into this one, I had expectations, and to me, it didn't meet those expectations. Uh, you know, coming coming from such a positive experience with the first one, like I was really like excited to see this, like you know, more than I think I, I like, a lot more than I was with the first one. Like the first one, I didn't really care, you know. But uh, to me. Here this go. was uh it's like they they dialed the hammy and corniness of the first one which was like perfect levels you know like perfect levels of corniness to seriousness um they like dialed it up to like 11 and just like really really emphasized how cheesy the cheesiness of of the first one and like there wasn't enough off balancing seriousness in this one that made me like it. I mean, there was the, you know, the introduction of the Statesman, which I thought was cool. You know, there was a lot of aspects from the first one that I thought that they, like, maybe wanted a little bit, I wanted a little bit more, which, like, gadgets and, like, you know, the coolness of, like, having that world, you know, and, like, exploring those secret, you know, bases and stuff. Like, I, I liked that part of the, you know, this movie, but it, it didn't, it, it felt like they, they had all the right ideas, but they just, like, just, like, they were like, all right, we're gonna do this, this, and this. And then some dude walked in and was like, yup, like, but now we're doing this. And he's like the, the you know, the white dude with like too much hair gel in his hair. And, and they're just like, uh, boxers. exactly. We're going to have everybody, you know, we're going to have this guy, you know, totally like Southern accent. Like in my head, like I was just like, huh? And so it was just like a, a left turn with everything. Like I just felt like it was just like too much, too corny, you know, whatever, but Overall, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I, there were a couple times where I found myself just like, really? Like, I was a little bored. 
You know, like, but it is, it, it, it redeemed itself to me with the fight scenes. So I, I, I enjoyed that part. Okay. There was a lot more in this one than there was in the first one. There was a lot more fight scenes. It felt like, again, though, they were trying to one-up themselves. And to me, I don't know if it, maybe it was the Dolby screen, because like it seemed a lot clearer than a regular you know theater screen. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but to me, it seemed like all the action was very computer. Very CG. I felt that. Yeah, and like it was just a little too much sometimes. Like with the camera, the way the camera moved during fights, like it was like... Oh, I don't feel that. I love that. Yeah, one. I mean, but I, I like it. I like the way they moved the camera. They did it in the first one, where you know, if, if you know, they were getting spun upside down, they would flip the camera with them, or like you know, they would rotate around the fight. You know, like that was kind of cool. But with this one, it, you could almost tell that seventy-five percent of it was all CG and digital. Like I felt like barely any of the fight scene was in camera and actually real. But I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. The, you know, Matthew Vaughn is one. Of, he's a really good director. Okay. I like. I like the way. I like. I like most of the movies he's directed. So, it, it to me, this one was just like a pretty big letdown, okay. in my opinion. So, uh, I I did still like the movie. There are a lot more positives, but that's just my piece as far as like overall. Uh, Matt, what do you think? <clears throat> well, I kind of liked it. <laughs> well, just because like. Even in the first one, I was watching it with, like, the lens of, like, okay, this is, like, the English live-action Archer, the FX uh, original guess, series. Yeah. So I'm watching it with that lens, and everything is funny, it's on point, and I'm understanding, like, oh, okay, it's going for that over-the-top spy thing, that, uh-huh. that, do- that quintessential 007, like, old-school type spy movie. And going in with that mindset, a lot of it, like, makes sense, and I like it, because, like... He, he's essentially the live-action Archer, yeah. England edition, you know? Because he's following, uh, what was his evidence about the girl, uh, social media? Yeah. Like, really, he just follows was, her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's an Archer. So, yeah, that's an That was Archer. pretty funny. I did like that aspect. You know, that he's, he's the millennial of all these kind of, like, older spies, you know, who are no, used to espionage and stuff. He's just like, oh, like, she said she was going to be here on Twitter. Yeah. And they're just kind of like... Oh, okay. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a really good part. Really good aspect to bring, you know. Yeah. So I liked that part. And then there was another part that I liked about how he uh, he kind of just is the archer. I don't know. I don't know. I really yeah. remember how else to explain it. I had something else I wanted to say. Yeah. Anyway, that's... Sorry. That's, that's, <laughs> basically, that's all that you, you I really, look at it as. Okay. Um... So I, don't, I don't take it as like a serious spy movie. I take it as like, okay, this is like they're trying to do the over-the-top spy thing. So I like it. I like that. I, that's how I look at it. See, okay, like I get your your thought process with that. Like it is the over to, over-the-top spy movie. It, that's what it, that's what the first one was. Yeah. But there were redeeming factors that you could almost take really seriously. Yeah. You know, like there were, in my opinion, in the first one, the the motivation behind you know Samuel L. Jackson's character was really really good you know he wanted to, to, to save he basically wanted to save the world and in, in, in a perfect world you know like or if you're looking at it through his, through his lens or if you kind of agree with him that makes a really good villain everyone's you know? motivations in the first one were, were really good better. yeah really good uh, in this one I felt like just motivations were, were off I, you know I didn't even remember 
That guy even died. <laughs> what, Samuel Jackson? No. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I didn't even like the Harry? glass, the glasses thing. To be honest, yeah. The, 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 the like fact that they brought patch. him back, that patch was cool. Honestly, I, I felt like they should have kept him dead. And they didn't need him back. There was a, there was a lot of things I felt they, they could have just cut yeah. and just have it be like a completely standalone story from the first one. They could have not brought Harry back. They could have not have him be with that that chick. Uh, from the first one, the the princess that oh, he ends Tilda. up banging, Tilda. yeah, Tildy. Oh, I like that. I, I, I it was unnecessary to me. All right, like well. it would have been better if you could see him fully James Bond. James Bond doesn't get a girlfriend. Yeah, but he's not James. And Bond. that's the fun of James Bond. I mean, Archer had a girlfriend. Yeah, but like that's he was what, still he was saying, still like man. suave, hitting on chicks all the time. So and you're like, looking going, at it through the 007 lens. I'm looking. But at that's it that's the, the funny. Lens. It's a, it's almost a parody of 007. If yeah. you look at it, if you look at it through that, like that, yeah. um, I, I felt like they could have cut the girlfriend out. They could have, uh, they could have done with, with the cheesy, like, they could have made the statement, statesman, a little bit more serious. I felt like it was too, like, like, hey! you know, like. That's the point. But I, I felt like they could have been more serious. Okay, yeah, they you know, could have. Like, like it could have been more serious. It yeah. would have made it more realistic or more. I felt like you know more interesting to me. Like, it felt like. You, you watch the statements, the statesman, and it's all face value. You know what I mean? Like it just felt like there wasn't a lot of depth. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, I like I like Jeff Bridges. He was cool. I mean, he didn't have a lot to do in this movie, but you know, he, he was cool to see. Uh, Channing Tatum was fun. Yeah. You know, but there were certain aspects like you could have cut out. I mean, this is kind of a big spoiler, but you could have cut out that he's a double agent. Like you didn't need that. Like just well, little, yeah. little, see, a lot of stuff like that they could have just done without. So and I, in my opinion, it would have been a better movie. So essentially, what you're saying is all the aspects that make it an Archer type movie to be taken out. See, I don't like Archer though. Oh, I mean, so I'm not a big really, fan of Archer. Well, a lot just came into fruition. <laughs> I've watched like three episodes of Archer, and I was just like, nah, it's okay. Right. Not, well, not everything just went full circle on that one. That makes a lot of sense why you don't like it. But to me, like Kingsman is different. It's not Archer. It, well, it's not. It's the English edition. <coughs> that's well, that's see, how I look at it. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it as an Archer type What do you mean movie. you don't see it as an Archer I really type? don't. I mean... The ending of the last movie was, if you save the world, you I, can put it I in my butt. That, yeah. that is not a 007 thing to say. That's yeah, a, but that, that's... It's that's taking Archer. the aspect of 007 and, and making it almost parody. Like Archer. But yeah, I, that's exactly. I, what I, I really, I, I'm not a big fan of Archer, and I've yeah. only seen a certain amount of it. Oh man, so like, it's I don't such know. a good right. show. I don't, I don't we, see it as Archer. You, doing you, a take, rating? you take things too seriously. I, like well, I'm, I'm being realistic. Like this was just not as good as the first one. I, I didn't. I, I laughed at a lot of it. Like the Elton John stuff is way too over the top. <laughs> that was way It was way too over the top. Dude, that's thing I could have done. He did that kick and he licks up the crowd. Yeah, that was awesome. It was. I felt like, you know, they they just overdid it. Like, they just overdid it. And, and, like, I can understand, like, maybe that's what people really wanted. Maybe they tested it and, like, the, they, they wanted more cheesiness and over-the-top craziness and whatever. But in my opinion, it, it really was a detriment of this movie. Right. And, and uh, again, I, I did think it was fun. I did like a lot of aspects. I loved I loved Taron Egerton. I love his character. I love uh, Mark Strong's character, Merlin. Mm-hmm. Love him. Um, the emotional stuff with Merlin too didn't hit for me because I was so cheesed out uh-huh. for the fact, like you know, he's like sacrificing himself. In my head, I'm like, this is supposed to be taken seriously. 
But like, oh, nope. Man. Okay, well, yeah, you look at it that way. Like, if you if you really watch that scene over again, like, they were trying to get you to, to like, emotionally respond. Well, I mean, the thing... And it, it's, it did not work. And, well, and that, that's because it was overly cheesy. Okay, well, that, that's the thing that you're thinking about. Like, again, I'm going to bring it back around to the whole... The lens of Archer. Like, even if something sad in the show happens, like, if Archer dies or whatever happens, like, you're not gonna be emotional about it. You're gonna be like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. Like, but, but they were, you're not. They were trying to really make you care about these characters. And that's when, in the first one, when Harry dies, mm-hmm. I, in Shit. my opinion, I was like, oh my god! Like, I was like, no way, they just killed him. You know what I mean? He was this main character throughout this whole movie. I think and, I'm like, between both of you, both of you guys right now. Like, well, I mean, I'm, I feel, I get what both of you guys are saying. Yeah. Makes complete sense. For me, I, the shock And the ratings of- make perfect sense too yeah, the tomato the shock, meter right? and the, the, yeah. yeah for me the shock of value of like when they killed Harry in the first one was just really more because he was a main character and I didn't think they would just kill him like that well yeah that's but that's like as far as like right? emotional attachment to the character I wasn't I don't like I, I guess uh, he was not really, like, to me attached, attached. to me like I got attached to him because he was such a good like mentor like you know what I mean like he took Eggsy under his wing right. and really kind of taught him how to be this gentleman character and when they killed him, it's like, oh man, like that's an emotional connection that's just gone. You get me? And I felt like they, they did it so well in the first one that it's like, like you know, they tried with this one with with Mark Strong with Merlin, and it just didn't it didn't work. Like I was sad because like I like that character, but it didn't invoke that response like of holy shit like he's dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like oh well he's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. There were just there were aspects of the of the first one that I felt like they tried to replicate which didn't work like the whole church scene they <laughs> really tried yeah. to, they really tried to make it in this uh, one yeah I like that and it didn't it, it it wasn't like the church scene it wasn't but and maybe I'm comparing it too much to the first one I don't know if that's really hindering it but it is it it just it really disappointed me comparing it that way and so leaving it at that because I felt like we've done a lot we're gonna give it a rating. And we're gonna start with uh, with Moy. My rating out of five sunspots. Yeah, out of five sunspots. Out of five sunspots, I give it a three point nine. Three point nine. Yeah. Okay. Matt, I'd say probably about a four flat. Four flat. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Well, actually, my 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 original one walking out of the movie was like. I don't know, it was, it was pretty low. <laughs> what was it? It was like, when I walked out, I, 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 I don't know, I felt like it was like a, I don't know, like a 2.5. But like rethinking, I don't know, talking talking through it like this and kind of like, I don't know, remembering parts of the movie that I did like and like, you know, the characters and stuff and all that kind of stuff, it, it brought it up a little bit. I'm going to give it like a 3.2. Alright, so, so average that around 3.6 or 3.5? I'd say... Th- well, you 3.9, it's like 3.8. Oh, okay. Like well. 3.8, 3.7. Alright. Yeah. So official sunspots, 3.7 something. Well, let's, let's say 3.75. Alright. That's our. I, I, I don't know, I feel like that's pretty high. <laughs> Personally. Right. right but well. 3.75 is our official rating. Cool. Uh, 3.75 sunspots out of 5. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to discourage anybody from seeing this movie because I like the franchise. I like Matthew Vaughn. I like Taron Egerton. I like I like a lot of aspects of this movie. It just didn't click for me. Um, so I mean, go see it if, if you're gonna go see it. If you if you already had you know thoughts of seeing this movie and then we ruined everything for you, like sorry, but you know go see it still. It, yeah. it is still <laughs> worth it in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, so three point seven five out of five. Um, so we're gonna jump. Right now, like straight, like right now, into the game, um, just real quick, because yeah, it's gonna be a shorter. It's gonna be a shorter game. So Matt, yeah. take it away. What are we doing? All right, Matt, the game guy. So <laughs> how this game works is, you have to explain a movie in one sentence, and we have to guess what the movie is based off the sentence. Yeah. So it's like we explain the movie plot badly. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is probably... I like this game. We played it a little bit in the right. coffee shop. So I'll go first. All right, Matt. All right. A bitchy boss causes an employee to caterpillar. To caterpillar? Come into fruition. Oh, shit. Become who she really is. Empower her. Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I'm surprised I got it that quick. I'm not going to lie. All right. Don't, don't worry. That's pretty good, actually. That's a good... To Caterpillar? Yeah. That threw me off for a second. To Crystallize. To, to Crystallize. Metamorphize. Okay, I, I get you, I get you. All right, Moy, go for it. No, you go next. You want me to go next? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, an old dude moves his house. Up. Damn. That I really thought easy. that would... <laughs> that was way too easy, brother. All right. A random stoner... A random drug dealer <laughs> gets this guy into the craziest story of his life. Pineapple Express, brother. Yeah. <laughs> really gotta stop this Pineapple Express stuff. Hey, man. All right, man. That's good stuff. All right, man. Go. What's your second one? All right. You ready for my second one? Go for it. It's gonna be deep. Okay. It's gonna be real deep. Okay. All right. Here we go. Two friends set out on a journey. And along the way, they get stopped. At every corner possible. That is just extremely vague. Two friends go on a journey. Step brothers. No. Two friends go on a journey. Can you repeat it? Two friends go on a journey and they get stopped at every possible corner. Jay and Silent Bob? No, but I can no. see I can see yeah, why. Yeah. Um two friends go on a journey <laughs> and get stopped at every way possible? Yeah. I, dude, okay, wait, hold up. I feel like I can get this. Um, ultimately, they win, though. I'll, I'll throw ultimately that. Ultimately, they yeah, win. I'll throw that on the, you know, comma. Two friends go ultimately on a journey. I feel like I'm taking it to literal journey. <laughs> like, they're just going somewhere, like, instead of being a journey. <laughs> this one is such a hard one. I don't know, man. I mean, it's not Lord of the Rings. We used an example no. for Lord of the Rings. It's not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Two friends... Yeah. Two for okay. I'm thinking iconic duos now. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> two friends. <laughs> do we get? Do we put a little time limit on? I don't know. Or? I mean, I guess you could start counting down if you <laughs> if you want to like no win over us. <laughs> Last check. More. Nope. Two Justin. Two friends quadrant. Hold up. I'm gonna give you 15. I feel like you can do this. Go for it. Count down. 14. 13. Two Ten, maybe I think I. I, I, I <laughs> you I lost skipped, count already. Skipped a couple. Nine, eight, seven, 
If it's Pineapple Express, I'm gonna be pissed. Two one. It's Pineapple Express. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. It's not though. Oh okay. It's Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been anything. Yeah. That could have been anything. Hey, man. Lilo and St- that's what I. That's where I was two, at. Two friend. They don't even go anywhere. Hey man, they go to space. They no, they don't. Uh, the first one. Stitch goes to space at least. <laughs> well, they're not friends at that point. They were in space. I don't know. I felt like that was that was too too bad of an explanation. Hey man. Okay. Anyway, uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Turn is it? My turn. Okay. Um. Okay. People live in a video game. Jumanji. The no. new one. Oh, uh, no. People live in a Spy video kids. game. No. Oh, yeah. Spy no. Kids. They, they that is pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty good, but no. Um, Matrix. Yeah. Oh. Sweet. People live in a video game. All right. I was going to say people are batteries, but I don't know. I felt like that would have been too. That would have been on the nose. Yeah. All right. You guys ready? Go for it. Alright, it's pretty simple. Just don't kill this guy's dog. John Wick. Yeah. Don't, don't kill his too dog. Too easy. The boogeyman. Alright, alright. You ready for this Alright, we're one? coming up on the fly. Alright, go for it. Alright, this one is uh, oh, my head. It's gonna be a cult classic. I'm just gonna give you a little, uh, you know, background information uh-huh. on it. And the plot in one horrible sentence is... Two guys... Go on a journey to get a case. Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Okay, I got one, I got one. Okay. Poor dude loses to rich dude. Poor dude loses to rich dude. Oh. Got it. Okay. Election 2016. What? Oh. No, I'm just kidding, man. Poor, yeah, poor... Poor dude, yeah. Poor, poor dude, dude loses to rich dude. Loses to rich dude. That's just like a life thing, man. Story of my life? What? No. What, no. what is it? I, I know you guys know this movie. Poor I mean, dude loses to a rich dude? That's super vague. Damn. I, but yeah. I mean, you know, it, it will make sense once you guys know it. Poor That's dude vague. loses to a rich dude. Fuck. Well, I guess... Is it like... I wouldn't maybe I shouldn't say rich dude. Is it Wolf of Wall Wolf. Street? No. Okay. Uh, I'll give you guys uh, a little bit more because rich dude's kind of vague. Um poor dude loses to loses to the champion. Loses to the Rocky. Champion. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and see I, I was okay. I couldn't come up with a better word. Yeah, rich dude rich dude is a little He is I mean he's richer than him, yeah, but that's you know true, that's true. But like I, I couldn't think of anything else besides champion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, could have said Victor. Victor, well, no. Loses to the top of his class. I don't know. Are you the poor dude loses to the rich dude? You could have just said the. I don't know. I don't. That, even see, know. that's yeah. tough. Yeah. All right. All right, boy. Last one. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> <laughs> really, really reach into the deep recesses of your mind. Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Dude, see yeah. the face. <laughs> this is hard. We only expected to just go like two and a half. We went through all our prepared. Guy on a horse is coming after everyone. Guy on a horse? 
No. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Um, that's what I meant. Oh, well, yeah. Which one did you have? I said uh, horse, headless horse. Oh, okay. Well, no, you had another one. You oh. just came up with another one. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Uh, four siblings go to a really cold place to kill a really cold woman. Baby in the water. No. What? <laughs> no. Four, four siblings? Yeah, go to a really cold place to kill a really cold woman. Four siblings. Oh man, I like Goonies? this one. Wait, hold on, I like this one actually. Four siblings Dang. go to a really cold place. Hit me up for uh, movie summaries in one sentence. <laughs> I, I got you. Uh, four siblings go to a really cold place. Um, it's almost like a riddle. I have no idea. Four siblings. I don't know. What, what do you got, Moy? Nothing? No. Throwing in the towel? Tap me out. I, I, I give up. Chronicles of Narnia, the war. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess it's witch cold. The There's some warm. Anyway. Hey, man, they're going to a cold <laughs> place to kill a really cold woman. I guess. The yeah, ice she queen. The ice queen. Cold, that, makes about, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. All right, this one's going to be the last one for you now. Um, <laughs> no, no, this one's the last one, like mine is. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was you looking up movies on your phone? <laughs> no, I was just like, fuck. Right. Uh, it's yes, sorry. Cousin. Anyway, uh, okay, let me think, let me think. Sorry, uh, mom. Uh, young cop teams up with old cop. Training day. Fuck. <laughs> That's already, I think we've hit our allotted F bombs. Yeah, anyway, uh, he got it, he nailed it, he hit the nail on the head. He whispered it, but I think they. <laughs> Mike might have caught it's it. Still, oh, he's Mike, still on it. Mike's pretty good. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, that's going to that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, where, where can you, the people find you on the internet, Moy? You guys can find me on Instagram at Moygar, M-O-I-G-A-R-R. Matt, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at AverageMatt96 and Instagram at Savage underscore Matt. And you can follow my personal Instagram at just sunspots and Twitter actually. And uh, you can follow the official sunspots scene uh, Instagram and Twitter at sunspots scene. Uh, so yeah, thanks guys for for watching the movie with me. Thanks for staying up a little bit later past your bedtime. Do 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 do. And scene. scene.